0: Listening
1: to a Shazies podcast. It's Thursday, the 25th of November. This is Recap, made for you by Shazies.
0: Shazies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone.
1: Here's the disclaimer.
0: Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with.
1: Any information we provide is general only and current at the time.
0: If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider.
1: G'day there, Crystal.
0: Hello, lovely to be back again. I don't know whether it was because you had no one else or what, but I'm happy to be back.
1: <laughs> no, we had such a great time with you um, uh, on Casual Friday. You're back, Felina for Feralis, so I appreciate it. No worries. Phew, um, what a day. Uh, yeah, ooh,
0: heaps man. going on. Heaps yeah. in the political
1: world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but consider this episode of Recap, your kind of little uh, uh, brief oasis from that, and because there have been a lot of things happening elsewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah, lots of financial news.
1: Yeah, so let's crack into it because there's a bit to get through. Um, There has been like a bevy of local companies releasing their results this morning. You know, I had like results from like Stride Property, Fisher and Paykel Healthcare, Raycon, Gentrack, uh, Pacific Edge, and some news from Serco. They were all sitting in my inbox when I sat down this morning.
0: Uh, feel free to like have a look at my inbox sometimes because that's like <laughs> me all day, every day.
1: <laughs> I, I look, I, I mean, I, I don't mean to complain, but people don't really often email me, to be honest, so I was kind of overwhelmed for a minute. Um, but for today, I thought I'd focus on one set of financials because um, there is, of course, other news around. Uh, look, and if you're listening and you're not aware, all the results from the company's... Uh, 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 posted on the New Zealand Stock Exchange website. So regardless, it's a good resource if you want uh, if you want announcements and f- uh, filings for companies all in one place. Quite handy.
0: Yeah, that's a really good tip because I think, you know, people are often like, why has this stock gone up or down? So, you know, I think it's really good to go to that as your first port of
1: call for the NZX. Yeah, it's a great place to start. So I thought we'd start uh, with Fisher & Paykel Healthcare who reported their first half-year results for the 2022 financial year.
0: Now, I know that the company is about more than whiteware, but I just can't kind of stop associating it with like washing machines, dishwashers, that kind of thing.
1: (laughs) I know, right? I I have exactly the same thing. You know, Fisher & Paykel is a classic New Zealand company. Uh, It got started in the 1930s with uh, manufacturing appliances. Uh, They did get into healthcare in the 60s, making respirators initially. And then in 2001 the company was separated out into Fisher & Paykel Healthcare and got listed on the uh, New Zealand Stock Exchange, the Australian Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ. They still make uh, medical respiratory equipment as well as neonatal products and they also make treatments designed to help with sleep apnea.
0: Oh interesting so what was the news from them today?
1: They reported that both their net profit and revenue were down on the same period last year. Revenue was down from uh, 910 million to 900 million dollars Net profit dropped two percent to two hundred and twenty one point eight million. But that actually bet market expectations, which had been forecasting net profit to be just under two hundred million.
0: Okay, so they did better than expected. And like what was their commentary on those figures?
1: Yeah, so they reiterated their outlook for the second half of the year, and the situation is that the demand for their products has eased as the world recovers from the pandemic. Uh, so, for example, demand uh, from North America fell percent, uh, fell twelve percent, excuse me. Demand from Europe dropped fourteen percent. Although they noted that Asia Pacific demand actually jumped by forty five percent. So they think that their consumables revenue for the six, six, next six months will probably be lower than it was last. year year they did say however that even with the easing back uh, demand still remains strong
0: interesting and I like I bet people want to know will they be offering a dividend to their shareholders yeah
1: it's always always a a big topic of information that people are interested in Uh, yes last year basically they were offering a dividend of 16 cents per share that has increased to 17 cents
0: Speaking of big news, uh, Westpac New Zealand popped up in the headlines, what's the story on that?
1: Yeah, so an independent report into the way Westpac is run has been critical of the bank's governance.
0: Oh okay, so who's made this report?
1: Right, so the backstory is that back in March, the Reserve Bank ordered Westpac to commission a report because they were concerned with issues around compliance and how the board and management team operated. And it's been a bit of an ongoing thing between the Reserve Bank and Westpac. Uh, Back in August, a formal warning was issued to Westpac for failing to comply to anti-money laundering rules.
0: And what did the report find?
1: So according to the consultants who authored the report, the bank's independent directors lacked enough experience uh, in banking and risk management and banking technology, uh, which the Reserve Bank has noted are fairly critical areas in the sector. And this is despite the board charter requiring them to have the expertise in all those areas. Now what the report says was happening was that because those directors didn't have the right expertise they weren't able to engage with and challenge the executive team and that you know that's uh, one of the core th- sort of um, roles of a, of a, yeah. of, a, of a good board and of good governance so you know a key quote from the report is this one the relationship lacked the degree of tr- transparency respect and constructive tension necessary to support effective r- risk governance end quote and basically what's been said there is that the board didn't really engage with consider or even in some cases didn't even really seem to understand risks to the business and as a result they were putting too much trust in the executive
0: so how did Re- like westpac respond to the
1: report They've released a statement saying they accept the findings of the review and that they are advanced in addressing the recommendations. Um, you know they've had a board refresh, and they've changed processes around risk management as well as putting more investment into that area. On the Reserve Bank's end, they noted that Westpac has made progress, but that there is a lot more to do, and that they will be monitoring Westpac's efforts to address the report's recommendations. <laughs>
0: Lots going on for our local news. So thanks for those updates, Jose. I'm going to switch now and jump to the US for the final story today. And it's about how retailer Gap has lost
1: 300 million in sales. Right. OK. So, how do they manage that?
0: Well, they're saying they've lost the $300 million in sales heading into the holiday season due to the COVID-related factory closures and backlogs at the ports that have significantly stalled um, their ability to get merchandise into the stores on time. Gap CEO Sonia Single said that they had planned for the known supply constraints, but they went on a lot longer than they thought they would, and the weeks turned into months.
1: Well, that supply chain um, disruption just really hits just about every industry, doesn't it? It's been a constant thread. Uh, but we've talked about about Gap before on Recap, uh, but I think it's worth mentioning that the company is more than just the Gap brand, right?
0: Yeah, so they're actually Gap Incorporated, and under their umbrella, they have the brands you may have heard of, like Old Navy, Banana Republic, and Gap, of course, Uh, but there's some other brands such as Athletica, sorry, Athleta, Intermix, and Janie and Jack. Uh, They're listed on the New York Stock Exchange, but they do have stores across the world, including Australia, but they haven't made it as far as New Zealand.
1: So with all these stores around the world, where do they actually produce the products? Is that added to the supply chain issues?
0: Yeah, so about 30% of Gap's production takes place in Vietnam, and those factories were closed for several weeks over summer because of the second wave of the COVID outbreak. So those closures, combined with the port congestion, has affected their ability to fully meet customer demand, and this is even after Gap spent $350 million to air freight 35% of their holiday merchandise.
1: Wow. So what has this meant for their share price and their earnings?
0: So shares tumbled 24% on Wednesday after the news and during the company's earnings call, Chief Financial Officer Katrina O'Connell warned investors that Gap's supply chain troubles might persist into 2022. So she said Gap could lose sales of up to $650 million due to the inventory constraints while incurring roughly $450 million in total air freight expenses. So to account for this, uh, Gap cut its full year revenue and profit forecast. And- and management now expects net sale growths of 20%, which is down from its previous estimate of 30%. Uh,
1: It'll be definitely interesting to see how they do on the market today. Um, I hear that uh, Kanye West has provided some positive news for Gap
0: he has indeed so uh, the frenzy behind kanye's yeezy label continues he actually launched a collab line with the company called gap yeezy uh, and the label's us 90 dollar hoodie which is the second item in the collection which launched in september actually delivered the most sales by an item in a single day on gap.com's history
1: oh good on you kanye yeah awesome stuff thank you very much crystal
0: was recap for the 25th of november thanks so much for listening
1: thank you very much indeed don't forget to give us a rating and review on apple podcasts if you'd like to get in touch our email is recap at shesies.co.nz and you can also leave a voice message there is a link in the episode description
0: see you tomorrow